1: Good afternoon and welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, where this week, as every week, we're working our fingers to the bone to bring you the information and inspiration you need to start or grow your own real estate investing business. On today's show, we're tackling one of those things that everybody either knows or figures out they are going to need to put on their to-do list, and yet it's one of those things that doesn't get talked about with any specificity in most seminars, workshops, REA groups, etc. And uh, as a result, folks so they need to do it, and they don't know how to do it. And we're going to talk about how to do it, and the topic is how to build your success team. Now joining me today to discuss this important to do let's call it a to do on your to do list of team building is Mr. Jerry Fink past president of the real estate investors association of greater cincinnati and kind of a kind of a real estate jack of all trades he's he's done pretty much every strategy you can in real estate he's been doing it for a really long time so he knows about team building he's built teams for his <laughs> rehab business his rental business it's yeah it, it's uh, you know he knows the struggles and he knows what you need so Jerry, let's 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 just start with what. Why is this? Why is this a thing that like every like new and kind of a state building investor needs to have on their list?
2: Well, uh, Vina, thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Um, I think really the the thing that we have to start with is that um, real estate is a is a team sport. Uh, there is nobody who can possibly do this all on their own. You know, you cannot be, you know, the the real estate attorney and the real estate accountant and the contractor and the uh, expert in inspecting and be able to do pest inspections and treatment. And, you know, you cannot possibly do all these things yourself. So it is a team sport and you need to, you know, build that team early in your career. You're gonna be much more successful Um, the earlier that you kind of recognize this and start identifying those people, you know, who are going to be on your team.
1: Well, let me, let me quibble with that statement. You could do all those things. (laughs) I know people who try (laughs) to do all those things.
2: That's true. That is true.
1: The the reality is they never,
2: they never get around to making the first offer that way, you know,
1: exactly. (laughs) Or they seriously limit themselves and what they can do because my father's a great example of this. He would right, he would right. have always rather gone to one of his houses and done the plumbing rather than spend hundred and twenty dollars on a plumber who's just gonna come and put a sixteen dollar part in the leaky sink. I'm gonna save money that way. Right. But if he'd spent that right. two hours finding the next deal instead, right. that would have been a more valuable use of his time. And and absolutely we can we can make ourselves do things that we're not good at, like in my case, bookkeeping, <laughs> A great example in my no. case, but I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather pay somebody else, you know, whatever it is they're worth to do the bookkeeping and save myself that time, both for doing what I am good at, which is negotiating deals and also make my life happier <laughs> by not having to do something yeah. that I don't like, and I'm not good at. So, Everybody ne- needs a team and we're going to talk about what team and how to find the right people for it. As soon as we take this quick break, you're listening to real life, real estate investing. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to real life, real estate investing. I'm your host of Jones Cox. My guest today is Jerry Fink and we're taking advantage of the blessing of a weekly public radio show which is that we can talk about things that that no there's no time to talk about it most seminars there's no there's no time to talk about it you know from the stage in most ria meetings but with 52 shows a year we can talk about it and that is building a team
2: building your team
1: Building a success team, building a team that is is there to support you. You pay them for that, by the way, as is fair. You would want to be paid if you were helping and supporting somebody else. But it's really important that you have certain people in place before you need them. Okay. Don't don't go looking for a I don't know, a a, a real estate attorney when you have been sued. Or don't go looking for an asset protection <laughs> attorney, particularly when you yeah. have been sued. don't be don't go looking for a title company who knows how to do subject to deals or deals in land trusts or wholesale deals when you have a contract signed and are trying to get to a closing. You got to set these things up ahead of time. So, Jerry, one of the one of the key things that we discussed as we were talking about the importance of this leading up to the show was that. Not every real estate investor needs exactly the same set of people. Right. It's it's right. somewhat it's somewhat dependent on what's my exit strategy, how am I buying properties, et cetera. There are right. certain team members though, that we couldn't think of anybody that did not need to find these people. <laughs> so let's right. let's talk about those key people so folks can just start to make a checklist for themselves.
2: Right. Well, I'm, I think probably the one that moves right to the top of that list is the real estate attorney, right? Because no matter what strategy you're doing, you have to have the contracts in place uh, in order to do that legally and ethically. So the the real estate attorney is, is the first one. Um, mm-hmm. Now, there are different flavors, if you will, of real estate attorneys. There's the ones that are going to do all the contracts and that sort of thing. That's the ones that, you know, everybody's going to need. Um, you don't need an eviction attorney if you're only doing wholesale deals because you're not going to have tenants, so you're not mm-hmm. going to have to go through evictions. But um, you know, your your generalist uh, real estate attorney is the is one of the first ones. And uh, kind of the thing here is, it really, really does need to be someone who is a real estate a- attorney, not just you know, not the guy that did your divorce, right? Because mm-hmm. they they do not necessarily know anything about real estate, you know, it's, uh, use the doctor example, you know, you don't go to the, you know, the podiatrist for your, for your brain surgery, you know? Mm-hmm, so,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, and you, you do have to have somebody who's good at it.
1: And and the really good attorneys will admit what they do and right? don't know, like, like a generalist attorney can almost always like pull a purchase contract out of, out of a legal file that they have. But when you get into exactly. the sort of stuff that are, listeners get into like owner financing and subject twos and uh, land trusts and things like that. That truly does take someone who has worked with other investors before so right. and, and, has, and has worked on those sorts of things. And a, another, I'll make another delineation there, which is that your real estate specialist guy is not necessarily your asset protection guy.
2: That's very true. That's a very specialized uh, set of skills and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Especially when we get into the things that we get into, um, you know, we're not, we're not the person that has, you know, a bank account and a, a house in your own name when you are deceased, right? We're, we tend to have much more complicated um, uh, estates that have to be mm-hmm. figured out. So, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the estate planning attorney is a huge issue. <laughs> yeah. Yep,
1: Yep. Yeah. And that's yep. a different
2: person. Yep.
1: yep. So, yeah. so you might, you might be looking for up to three different specialists, no matter who you are, the contract guy, the asset protection guy, and then the estate guy. And I, sh- I guess I should say, or gal. So right. a tr- right. attorney is a big one. Um, oh, and we should say in a lot of states that where listeners might be sitting right now, uh, there's also an attorney who specializes in closings here in Ohio, we would call that the title company. But in a lot of right. states, it's attorneys who, who, who close everything.
2: Right. Yep. Um, I own property in Florida as well. And and that's what we have down here is, mm-hmm. um, is actually attorneys who do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. So attorneys for everyone, who else do we need for everyone?
2: Well, uh, like it or not, you're going to need accountants. <laughs> uh, you know, I know nobody likes the, having to pay taxes and so forth, but uh, even worse than having to pay them is paying too much. So um, having an accountant or a, you know a, a CPA who actually specializes, again, in real estate is is very important. Um, I tell the story, I, I have a, a client, I'm, I am a CPA for those that don't know that, and uh, I had a, a client out of the real estate group in Cincinnati who had been doing her own books and ended up paying the IRS $40,000 extra in taxes before I started working with her. And fortunately, she was able to go back and recoup that. But, you know, that's an example of the person who was doing her taxes did not understand real estate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, had not taken all the proper deductions and, and that sort of thing. And um, fortunately, we caught it before the, the time period had elapsed where she could go back and recoup it. So,
1: and, and the other- yeah,
2: you need somebody who knows it.
1: The other importance of having a, a real estate specific specialist CPA is that they also know how to work with your entities and your living trust mm-hmm. that your attorney set up for estate planning and, 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 they don't tell you stupid right. things like, oh no, you can't take that's depreciation <laughs> on this or that's, yeah, that's illegal or so. yes, yeah, So specialist attorney, specialist accountant. Okay. So who else? Like everybody needs them.
2: Um, I think the next thing is, is a title company, uh, somebody that is actually going to do correct title searches and that sort of thing make sure that um, you, you are actually buying the, the property from someone who actually owns it. <laughs> Which, uh, I, know you, I know we both had experiences <laughs> with that, you know, over the years. So, yeah, so the next one would be, you know, a good title company.
1: Yeah. And again, I mean, same warnings, they need to have worked with investors before. I know people who they try and find a title company by Googling it. Like they just Google every title company mm-hmm. and then they call them and say things like, Uh, do you do land trusts? Do you do subject twos and land trusts? And the title company says, No, those are illegal, which is which is yeah. not true. <laughs> and and of course right. they're saying it because they've never heard those words before. It's mm-hmm. got to be somebody who either understands this stuff or is very willing to be trained in this right. stuff.
2: Yeah. Or they'll they'll call and they'll say, you know, what do you charge for a title search? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not necessarily the right question.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I want
2: somebody who knows what they're
1: doing. And I just want to, the listeners who are actually making a list, I want them to put like five stars next to this one. Because a title company that doesn't understand The intricacies of non-plain old residential bank finance deals can blow up your closings at the last minute in ways that you never predicted because they never gave a sign up until the time that they call you and say, we can't do this, that anything was wrong. And you're starting from scratch. Wholesalers have a particular problem with that. That they they get up to the wire and the title company says, well, we can't just let you assign the contract or, uh, you know, we can let you assign the contract, but we have to put this full disclosure in front of the seller saying how much money you made, even though the closing statement says he's getting the same amount he was supposed to get. Uh, right. Super duper important, particularly for the wholesalers okay. to identify a friendly title company. And I would say maybe identify two. I like to use, like when I find one, I like to give them all my business, but it's the case right now that title companies are super backed up. A lot of people are buying houses. A lot of people are refinancing houses. And uh, sometimes my number one favorite title company just tells me straight up, they can't They can't set a closing for me for three and a half weeks because that's what their calendar looks like. And I have told the seller I will buy his house before his tax sale happens in two weeks. So having a backup with the title company is a really good idea right now. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing, talking today to Jerry Fink about building your team. This is a pre-recorded show, which is why I'm not uh, asking for questions and comments every five minutes like I usually do. But if we've missed something, I'd love you to send an email to askvina at gmail.com and I'll I'll get that uh, to that at a uh, future Question and Answer week. How about that? We'll do it. We'll talk about it on Question and Answer Week coming up. We're going to come back right after this quick break. Welcome back to real life, real estate investing. I'm your host, Vena Jones Cox, talking today to seemingly perennial guest, Jerry Fink, because he's an expert <laughs> in so many things of uh, rehabbing, bookkeeping, team building, everything in the world. In fact, Jerry, you have an all-day seminar coming up for Cincinnati RIA where you are going to teach folks how to use QuickBooks for their real estate investing business. Yep.
2: That's coming up on uh, April 23rd.
1: April 23rd. Yeah. And people who are inclined to think that maybe they, their their QuickBooks skills aren't up to stuff. <laughs> <enough. laughs> <laughs> might want to <laughs> might want to check that out at cincinnatirea.com. So Jerry, we were going through the list of the team members that everybody needs to identify. We've got attorney, we've got accountant bookkeeper type person, and we have got title company. Who else?
2: Well, I mean, you know, we only have an hour here, so <laughs> we've <have> got to <laughs> cut the list a little bit short. Um, you know, there are some that are are maybe a little bit um you know, we don't have to go in as much detail, but things like a, a property inspector, you know, you need to be able to um, understand, you know, any issues that you have with, with a with a house. So, okay. you know, one of, the, one of the things that we do talk about um, in other sessions in, in RIA is, you know, the how to inspect a home. So that, but, um, you know, so some somebody, you or somebody else needs to know how to inspect it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, at some point you're going to need somebody like a pest inspector. Right. Mm -hmm. um, In Cincinnati, we have these things called termites (laughs) (laughs) that can cause a lot of trouble. So, you know, it's good to know if you have them. Um, Then, you know, you've got your whole set of of contractors, um, which we could spend, you know, multiple sessions, you know, just on the contractors. But, you know, everything from your general contractors to your electricians to your plumbers, you know, to your your roofers and painters and, and all those
1: sorts of things. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so there's a whole list of those.
1: Well, and but actually, think- actually, that's another, that's another one that we need to expand on just a little bit because, okay. uh, with anyone, anyone who is doing rehabs in bulk, let's say, right? You're, you're not just, mm-hmm. you're not just doing one. You're not just fixing your own house is going to want to do a hard target search for the contractors who are also interested in working with people in bulk and not interested in, you know, I only want to do a hundred thousand dollar kitchens for rich people right. with expensive houses. Cause you know, when I'm, right. when I'm put, when I'm putting the kitchen in $125,000 rental property, exactly. it, 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 those guys don't make sense. You know, they don't, they don't want to go to the local cabinet distributor where I can get the cabinets cheap and, you know, make them fit. Uh, in right. the hundred year old walls that aren't square and it, 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 that's just not the right kind of contractor for me. So right. finding, finding the folks who can do it in a way that keeps your profit margins where they need to be and, and they can react fast and they're used to working with investors and they know that we're looking for quality work, but we're not necessarily looking for the perfect homeowner in a rich neighborhood work is, right. is, a thing.
2: Right. And those are, are actually, um, when you really get in, if you really get into the rehab side, those are different sets of contractors that you have, depending on what level of home you're working on. Right. But, uh,
1: for all of these people, everyone we've talked about so far and everybody we're going to talk about for the rest of the show, the best place to find them is get recommendations from your fellow investors who are in your same field. That's how that's how you can cut out the just Google people and, and try them out and hire them and hope that it works out, right? Because the not only can your fellow members, if you will just ask questions, build relationships, share with you who they love CPA and why and how much they cost ahead of time, right? But they can also fill you in on that thing that we talked about right at the beginning, which is how do you even know what team you need for your business if you are just starting out? How do you know what your wholesaler team is? How do you know what your retailer team is? How do you know what your rental property owner or Airbnb owner team is? That comes from other people who are already doing it and have already been down that road so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So I will say it for the millionth time, go join Your local RIA, and if you don't have a good one that you like, join Cincinnati RIA because like ninety-five percent of our meetings are online anyway, and you can get some of that same information uh, wherever you are in the country. And again, that would be CincinnatiRia.com for either the trade show or joining. So,
2: things that I think is is so amazing is um, how willing our members are to share that information. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people come to us the first time and they're, they're shy and, you know, they don't really know what's going on. And then they, they see our community and the fact that, that we do share that information willingly, you know, Mm -hmm. that we, we really, we really are an open, open book and people are there to help.
1: And what's crazy is because the membership's now nationwide, we, we we actually had on our last online meeting, we had a guy from New Jersey talking about a problem. He was having evicting a tenant. And somebody else piped up and said, "Have you tried using attorney so and so,
2: so and so? Yeah,
1: (laughs) in New Jersey, (laughs) because that number was also from New Jersey. So yeah, it's 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 funny to see what (laughs) it's funny to see what COVID and online meetings has has done to the uh, breadth the community here. So the thing we haven't gotten to that I'm sure people are chomping at the bit about is the money people. Mm-hmm. Like the, the thing we haven't dealt with yet is, oh, how am I going to get money, money, to buy properties? So, who do we need to like get contacts with before we need the money?
2: Right, right, and you know one of the things that that people learn early on in their career is that there there are different types of money depending on what it is that you're trying to do. You know, most of us are accustomed to. You know, you go to a bank, you apply for a loan for your house, you put 20 or 30 percent down, you get, you know, a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's, you know, that most people are, are more or less familiar with that.
1: Or or you, or, whole... you can't, or you can't do any of that because you don't fit right. into the because... credit box or you don't fit into the employment exactly. box or you don't fit in into... it right.
2: Right. So there's another whole um subculture almost of other kinds of money that are out there there are there are people called private lenders who are just individuals who have money. there are companies that are called hard money lenders um, who will make loans for instance on a rehab deal you know where you could not go to a bank and get a loan on most of the houses that I've bought over the last forty years because you know there's a a natural skylight there's a hole in the roof and a bank will not. <laughs> give you a loan on that, you know, on that house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a there's a whole set of, of lenders out there that will will loan on that top type of a a home or a project.
1: And um, and the loan are, and loan money for the repairs.
2: And for the repairs. Exactly. Which a bank
1: bank will not
2: do. Um, nope. Nope. Um, there's another concept of what are called equity partners, people who will not lend you money at an interest rate, but will lend you money to be a part of the deal, you know they will lend you the money for forty percent of the profit or whatever terms you work out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, then there's another there's another whole uh, flavor here of what are called the the Burr method of where you you buy a house, you fix it up, you rent it, and then you refinance to get the money back out to be, go ahead and do the next one. Um, that's another little subset of of people who will, who will do. Burr loans, um, mm-hmm. you know, we've just heard that term. It's, I, you know, I laugh. You and I both laugh about this. Is this this whole Burr thing is like a new thing that the millennials mm-hmm. came up with? Well, you know, it's the same thing that we were doing forty years ago. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it has a new name. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, we've been doing cash out refis for <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> so, yep. but they're all they're all different um, flavors of lenders, and those are again the type of people that you you meet at RIA or you are introduced to these people through the people that you meet um, at RIA because they have used X, they've used this company, they use this person, you know, that sort of thing. And um, just, you know, all the different flavors and and learn where where to use which ones and and who they are and get in Mm -hmm. touch with them and go.
1: And wholesalers could add to that list what's called transactional funders. People who just, just loan you, just loan you money for long enough to close a deal so that you can resell it. If, for instance, you need to do that for some reason involving the deal or you live in Illinois or Oklahoma or Texas or one of the places that has uh, effectively made contract assignments illegal if you're not a licensed real estate agent. So. Yeah, you know, That would be somebody that if you didn't already know that as a wholesaler, but you talk to other wholesalers, they would say, oh, you should have one of those people on your team. All right, we're down to the home stretch, and we've still got other folks who you may or may not need on your team, depending on your strategy, uh, but we're going to need to tackle those right after this break. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. We're talking today about team, about people you'll need on your team, how to how to find those in a quick way, when to find them, at what point in your real estate career, you need to start lining these people up. And my guest today is Jerry Fink. Now, Jerry, there's there's one person who needs to be on every team that we have not mentioned yet, and that is your insurance agent.
2: Right. And again, this needs to be um, someone who understands what we do for a for a living. Um, you know, a, a lot of insurance agents, when you start talking to them about uh, rental properties or properties that are under renovation, you um, know, mm-hmm. what's called builder's risk insurance, um, you've got that third eye in the middle of your head. They have no idea, you know, mm-hmm. what it is that you're talking about.
1: And God so help you, you do, God- God help you if you're talking to them about insuring a subject too where it's somebody else's loan, but the bank still needs to be mm-hmm. an insurance policy. And so does the prior person. And also, by the way, it's in a land trust. So the trustee <laughs> has to be the named insured. Yeah.
2: Yep. 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 So again, you gotta, you gotta find the ones who, who understand what we do and, and are comfortable with it mm-hmm. and can, can make it happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: again, those are you know people that you meet through through your relationships at the Mm-hmm.
1: now as folks get further into their business and and really start to specialize in something and and you know start doing bigger things there there's other people that they might want to add that we're not really going to get into a deep discussion here of because it's you know it, it's it's the it's so specialized to folks who are doing a certain thing like you know, your designer, your architect, your uh, buyer's list if you're a wholesaler is important. Folks often hire hire like administrative assistants and VAs if if their business grows a lot and gets, you know, super complicated and lots of work to be done. But I think we cannot overlook what I'm going to call, I'm going to call soft team, not because they're not important, but because they're not people that you can generally Google (laughs) and get one. Right. <laughs> and, and let, let's start with the importance of having your spouse or significant other on board right. <laughs> with all of this.
2: Right. right. I mean, you and I, you know, over the years have seen many people not be able to be successful because they don't have the buy-in, you know, from that, from that person. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be in the business, with you, in fact, I've seen many, many cases where the the spouse or significant other is not, you know, even in the LLC or in the business in any way, shape, or form, but they are fully supportive. Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: you know that is that is the part that is is just so incredibly important. Uh, if you're pushing that rock uphill all the time, it's just it is just so so much more difficult. It's, it's very and hard. Probably to... could expend
1: it's very hard Which when someone's trying this to family. As yes. Well, yes. Know? Yeah. Cause rolling that yeah, rock yeah. uphill gets harder when someone's trying to kick your legs out from under you all the time. Mm-hmm. The, yep. the other thing that, that folks are very interested in and concerned about getting is what, what they always term a mentor. They always say mentor. Sometimes, right. sometimes they really mean coach, they just mean someone who will, you know, answer questions for me. Sometimes they really do mean mentor, like somebody who's going to like really understand me and get deep into my life and be on my side, wanting me to succeed. Um Let's, let's call those people allies. Let's call those people, mm-hmm. fo- folks who are in my corner, allies. Everybody All right. wants them. I see requests on Facebook every time I open it up about, would someone be willing to mentor me? How, realistically, how do folks get those people?
2: Well, again, there are there are a couple of different flavors of these. There are there are the people who are, you know, at the point in their career uh, what we call enders. You know, they've um, you know they've made it. You know, they're comfortable. You know, they don't ever have to work another day in their life, and they see someone coming up um, in the business, and they you know kind of take them under their wing. Right. There's, there are some people out there that'll do that. Uh, so we see those. But probably the more common one is the, the people who have some sort of a business around uh, mentoring people. They, they are successful in their own right. They, they know what they're doing, they have that passion for teaching and developing people. Um, you know, so we, we see those, those kind of people out there as well. Well, let's, let's, um, let,
1: let's not assume that everybody who says I will mentor you for money is actually successful and experienced right. in their well, own that's right. <laughs> <And
2: that's laughs> so you do, yes, you do have to do all your research and all that sort of thing on these people But you know, those are the ones that you are, are really trying to find. Um, mm-hmm. And, and again, there are, there are, there are some attributes to those people, um, you know, that, that are kind of definitive on, on why. Um why they're good you know one thing is do you mesh with them you know are you comfortable laying open your soul (laughs) to this person um here's where i am in my life in my finances um here's what here's what i'm afraid of here's here's where um i i i recognize i need to grow Um, you know when you get into the true mentor this isn't somebody that that just says you know um, read this book and do what it says. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about somebody that really gets in your life, gets in your head, um, and, and really, uh, is invested if you will, in, in helping you, uh, grow and succeed in your, your person and your business.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all of the people you just, you just named. Oh, and, and actually there's, there's another flavor of mentor which uh, or of ally let me put it that way who becomes your ally because you are offering to do business with them in other words right i will split this deal with you if you will show me how to do it i will right uh split this wholesale fee with you if you will walk me through this deal right it's it's mm-hmm. it's an exchange yeah. of future money not of current money uh, potential future money, not current money, uh, but all all three of those categories are people who are getting something in return. The the mm-hmm. the one who just likes you, which is kind of the riskiest one, because they don't actually have any obligation to you. You might you might you might not find that the person that you want to mentor you is the person who likes you. Um those people can only take on a certain amount because they've got their own businesses. We already said they're successful. What they're getting is just, you know, giving back, feeling good about helping an up-and-comer like they got helped the folks who are pay me and I will mentor you are obviously getting money for it. And the people who are, I will be, I will be your mentor at least for the length of this deal, because you're offering me something that I value in return for something you're, you you value. They're all getting something in return, which is fine. That's what mm-hmm. capitalism is all about, right? Is, is exchange of value. But I think most people find that if they happen to belong to a, a good real estate association with, a good culture, a good sharing, open, supportive culture. Right. And they are willing to ask for help. What they end up with is, is not a mentor. Like uh, you're the guru and I'm the supplicant, right? It's uh, different people help me with different things that they are good at and they get compensated for that in some way. And it's a rolling, it's a rolling group of people. The mentors that I had when I first started out Mm -hmm. in real estate probably couldn't mentor me now. Cause even though, even though they have also developed in their business over the same length of time, my interests are different than they were. So do I still have mentors? Yes. Do you still have mentors? Yes. Yep. Are they different people?
2: Absolutely than they yep. were. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt.
1: <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So the mentor thing is squishy. Everyone wants one. Everyone wants to know how to get the one who just likes them and is willing to do it out of the goodness of their heart and never get anything for return other than I'll take you to lunch at Wendy's. <laughs> those those are a needle in a haystack and a lot of people want them right I that- so
2: i i, I think the, the the willingness to offer some sort of value you know and and the value does not have to be even money it can be knowledge it can be just guidance it can be you know whatever it whatever it might be splitting a deal you know whatever that is but there's some sort of value um to both sides um and you know it's one of the things that we see in the re groups the good re groups is that um No matter whether you're what we call starters estate builders or enders each of you have things to offer the other uh, in exchange Um, the ender you know time is the most valuable asset so uh, things like bird dogs people who will go out and and research properties for them that's very valuable uh, so it just, you know, it just depends where you where you are in your career, what you're, what you need, what you have to offer. Um, I know you've, you've done deals for uh, graphic design time and you know <laughs> everything else like that. You know, mm-hmm. so it it just depends, you know, what what do you have to offer and what is it that you need and how can we help each other? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that is so much what the the RIA organizations are about.
1: Very, very true. And Jerry, I want to thank you for putting together all the research for this discussion today out of your many years (laughs) of experience. We'll be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence. Until then, happy investing.